Hello everybody, my name is Ugo Amadi and this is another episode of Ugo's Take and um, the two issues I'm about to talk on today are issues that are very very unfortunate, very very sad. Um, one happened in Nigeria, the other in the US. So, like I said, it's really 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 sad. Um, in Nigeria, the was a young undergraduate uh, student, um, Unipen, um, that was raped at her local church. That's so sad. Her name is, um, just hold on a second and make sure I get her name correctly because I don't want to uh, butcher her name. Um, her name is Waila Omozua. And um, she was, like I said, she was an undergraduate student of um, the University of of Uniben. Yeah, she was a student of Uniben. And usually, as a normal practice, she usually would go to um, her local church to read. Um, and a local church um, is uh, um, a reading Christian church in in Bini, in Edo State. So she would usually go there to read and um fortunately and tragically on this day she went um to to her normal reading as she always does and unfortunately tragically uh, she met her demise she was brutally raped and she got bashed in the head with a fire extinguisher now what's very sad is um Despite the fact that this has happened and the police has been informed, nothing has been done so far. You know, nothing has happened. No one has been arrested. Um, from what I hear is that the family members have been in touch with the police, but they've refused to move into action, um, saying something things about not being paid. Uh, mobility fees or something of the sort that's really really sad really really sad really really sad i think it's time we start taking things seriously i live in the uk so um i don't know who she is she's not a relative of mine but until we all start speaking up about these things then no real change would happen until we all stand up and say this is wrong this can't go on um, question is how did someone go into the church and no one saw the person going to the church committed the act and left and no one saw so what went on that's just so 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 sad so so sad so so sad uh, and my thoughts and prayers go to a family because I don't I can't imagine the type of um pain they must be going through and even more so a lady a young lady with a promising future has been has had a life cut short she was going to church to read you know one of the places you should feel the safest a place of worship she, she was raped and she was battered now rapists are vile people and should be punished but even as much, people who know this rapist and keep quiet and don't do anything and just let it happen 
and just say oh, it's none of my business oh what was she doing there alone no you should speak up if you know anyone if you've seen anyone any group of boys have been saying oh we did this i'm feeling and um, funky with them with their stupid selves with their moronic selves you should inform the authorities that what you should do and i use i want to use this platform that i have to um call out the nigerian police i know most of you do a great job you do uh, a great job for nigeria in terms of helping to protect lives and property in nigeria but come on come on come on you shouldn't be dropping the ball on this one you shouldn't drop the ball on this one i'm also calling out the house of assembly both houses of assembly i think the law on rape should move on should anti-rape laws should be strengthened that's for one and secondly how about having security systems in place security system security monitoring systems in place like your cctvs and all that you know how about having things like that in place so because let's be real here this could have been anyone's sister it could have been anyone because it's rape today could be murder tomorrow you know so we're dropping the ball big time i keep saying that nigeria is a country with immense potential immense potential um, our greatest assets are our young minds young minds we have in the country the young minds we have intelligent virile vibrant industrious ingenious young people and we can't afford to let their lives just mean nothing you know we can't just afford to let their lives mean nothing because if this was some election you know the police would be fully involved be fully, fully mobilized if this was uh, to protect some governor or protect some commissioner or to respond to um, a very wealthy um, individual in the country would have been done snap of the finger you know would have been done so 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 quickly you know but now because it's probably someone who's not a big name isn't from a wealthy family everyone sleep is mom no one is saying anything the police chiefs haven't come out to make any statement you know we haven't heard anything about investigations going on and things happening to try to catch the culprits we should move on from this we should move on from this you know in this particular incident in this particular case we can't say we can't go on to do um victim blaming yeah we can't go on to say oh what was she doing there alone and all the stuff she was going there to read she was in the church so i keep asking the question do churches not have security in place to protect the lives of the congregants of the people that come to the churches because the church is meant to be a safe place you know it's meant to be a place where you can go in and you feel safe and you feel assured and you feel like 
nothing bad can happen to you that it's a safe spot i'm sure that's what um miss ua was feeling when she went to when she decided to go to the church to um do for her studies you know for her extra class studies i'm sure that's why she went there because she felt that she was safe it was a safe place until all of us are safe none of us is safe people should speak out because this is not a celebrity she's not a famous person if this was a famous celebrity would have heard more noise would have heard people really talking about it and those who have been talking about it i think i've seen tiwa savage on a twitter feed she says something about uh about the incident you know whiskey i think has said something but no one has really addressed the issue has really called out the security agencies called out the government this is not the time to gender blame so to speak no no this is the time to call out the authorities this is the time to call out the authorities use whatever platform you have to say this can't go on this is not the time to say oh men are evil oh men are this and that men are this and the other now this is the time to call out the authorities so that proper investigation is done so that whoever has done this act can be brought to justice and measures can be put in place to prevent this from happening again like i said why don't we have security systems in place security monitoring systems in place the politicians what do you do with the money what do you do with our money what do you do with the oil money what do you do with internally generated money surely it's not uh, infrastructural development because well which there's some sense of development but not that much so what do we do with the income that comes into the country every day money comes into the country what do we do what do we do what do the politicians government do with the money that comes into the country we receive new sums of money every month and allocation is made some states 30 billion naira some uh local governments 200 million naira for a month that's for a month so what do these arms of government levels of government do with the money that comes in this is 2020 and we don't have a good security monitoring system in place and mr president mr uh, i don't know mr or general boy whatever your name is how come how come you know haven't we equipped the police people keep hamping on oh he's a general former general he you know he's smart he's so, so what former general and you haven't taken care of security so then what's the point what's the point what's the point there are other areas where the country is failing but you could give an excuse to say those are not your strong points if there's even one point that you should be that nigeria should be crushing it it should be insecurity you know it should be respect to security because how do we progress how do we keep our best minds in the country if we can't ensure the safety of people and properties if we can't assure that people are safe if we can't ensure that people are safe i say it again 
if you if a government can't keep its people safe then what's the purpose of the government what is the purpose of the government you know i am proud of my nigerian heritage i'm proud i'm proud of being nigerian i'm nigerian and british i'm proud of my heritage so why why oh why because it, so let's look at it a little girl 22 year old girl an undergraduate went to read and she's raped now i want to call out all those people if you know what's good for you it's best you turn yourselves in turn yourselves into the authorities don't think you're smart and you've achieved anything turn yourselves in turn yourselves in that's the best thing you can do for yourselves right now is to turn yourselves in to the authorities and confess write a confessional statement because you've caused so much pain the amount of pain you cause there's no joy in rape it doesn't make you a strong man you know it doesn't make you superman it doesn't make you all powerful it doesn't give you any sense of achievement so why oh why why oh why i'm sure these boys have brothers they probably have sisters you know who know where they are who know what they have indeed done but these ones have all kept quiet they've all kept quiet so what's the point you know some people are keeping quiet because oh it's not my sister and oh, I, i don't know i don't know her oh i live in the uk oh i live in i live in the us oh i live in canada so what's the point until those who are unaffected can open up their mouth use your platform and stand up and take action on on behalf of those that are affected then real change cannot happen because until we stop feeling we oh I'm special I'm in the UK so whatever goes on uh with uh, people in Nigeria that's their business until we all can hold the government accountable hold politicians accountable then we aren't ready for change we aren't ready for progress and we should stop giving excuses i'm one person that always feels every case should be looked at from case by case basis no generalization just examine the merits of each case of each scenario what has happened you have a look at it and then you make your decision but this is just clear it's so brutal it was vicious it was wicked and it was criminal it is a criminal act so i'm calling out to every person again if you know if you know if you indeed know any of these boys report them to the police authorities you should now whether or not the police would act on this i don't know because i've heard uh, from the grapevine that the, the the family members have reported to the police the members of the police force in their state but because they they're requesting for some sort of i don't know mobilization or whatever sort of payment none of them 
They have refused to take action. And shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. If, as a police officer, this was reported to you and you decided to sit on it, you decided not to take any action whatsoever, you decided to to close your mind to it. As a policeman, you have a wife and or a daughter as well. Or you have a mother. You have a cousin, a nephew, a niece, sorry. You have someone who's connected to you. Don't wait until it's your daughter. Don't wait until it's your niece. Don't wait until it's something that affects you directly. Don't wait until then before you act. Mr. Senator, I don't know, Mr. Senator, don't wait until it is your wife or it is someone from your family that is affected. Mr. Member of Assembly, don't wait. Governor of Edo State, don't wait until it's something that affects you directly. Until we learn to stand up for the weakest amongst us then we are not ready for change. Only then can we progress as a people until we are ready to say, this is wrong. I know this person is not a millionaire. I know this person is not a celebrity, but it's wrong and I will stand up and speak. Stand up and speak. Whether it's a protest or a match or on social media, or you do it in person, speak wherever you are, wherever you are, you know, wherever you are, because it's just sad, it's just sad, 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 I have lots of nieces, and sisters, I have sisters, I have nieces, and I can't imagine this happening, to any of them so I speak out on behalf of Miss Waila Omozua I speak on her behalf that she demands and deserves justice she deserves justice she does she does deserve justice I ask myself why do we have all the laws Members of assembly, what are they doing? The head of her constituency, what is the person doing? But at the House of Assembly, at the Federal House of Assembly, but at the, at the Senate as well, at the Senate of Assembly, what are they doing? The police commissioner in the state, what is he or she doing? Everyone, mom, no one's saying anything. That is so wrong. So wrong. My opinion. In my opinion, I'll say it and I'll say it again. Until we all, until we all are free, until we all are safe, none of us is safe. Because when we look down at the people we feel are poor people, or people we feel are not at our level, or people we feel are not that big, when they suffer, it breeds discontentment it affects the fabric of our society until we get people to feel loved and feel important and respected within 
the Nigerian context, then we are not ready to grow. We are not ready to move. This is a very somber episode. A very somber, somber episode because it's heartbreaking. You know, someone, a young, 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 young person, a young girl with a bright future in front of her, doing the right thing, going to a church to read, to study, to prepare herself. And then she is raped. And the authorities seem to, you know, have sealed lips, have their limbs tied together, have their hands behind them, tied behind them. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? So, if I finish this section, I would like to say, let's use, let's all stand up for Miss Uwa, for Miss Omozua. Let's, let's stand up for her. Let's stand up for her. She may have left this world, but let us be her voice. Let us speak on her behalf. Let us be her legs and march on her behalf. And let us be her hands and act on her behalf. So I'll just take a brief break and I'll come back to talk on the next issue that I would like to talk about. Stay tuned. Hello everybody, um, taking off from where I just left off, I'm um, we'll switching gears and looking at something that's happened in the past week in the US and um, it's about George Floyd, I'm guessing we all have heard about the tragic incident that happened on the 25th of May um, 2020 where a 46 year old uh, man was um, murdered I would say uh, by a, a police officer in Minneapolis now the police officer was reported to have sat on George Floyd's neck for up to 10 minutes and get this he was still on him two minutes after he went limp that means one he wasn't even paying attention two he didn't even care now i don't care what you want to say about um whether he signed a bad check or i don't even want to know Let's say worst case scenario, he stole money from a shop, which he didn't do, and you have him cuffed. So what are you trying to achieve? What was the point you want to make? You know, you've got him, you've had him cuffed, he's on the ground, you're on his neck, and he's saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. But yet, the police officer still was on him. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. 
because this is not guerrilla warfare, you're not at the war front. And as a police officer, I think you, the mantra of the police in the US is to protect and serve. But in the past years, there's just been indiscriminate killing of young black men. Young doesn't even matter whether you're young or you're old, but it's just indiscriminate and without care. It's just, oh, I'll do it and that's it. You know. A family probably have lost a son, a husband, a father. It's just really sad, really, really sad. Like I said, you've got him coughed. Let's say he's committed some crime, some real serious crime. Let's say he's committed some real serious crime, but you've got him coughed. You've got him laid down, sprawled down on the ground. What else do you intend to achieve? I don't think you are allowed to use deadly force when you've already had, when you already have um, your supposed culprit in custody. You've already arrested the person. You've have him uh, on handcuffs. You've, you've cuffed his hands behind him. He's laid f- flat. He's sprawled out flat, face down on the ground. Why do you have to then? go on sit on him to prove what point and when you look at the picture the police officer had his hands had both hands in his pocket that means eh, i don't care and then your police officers all around standing and just watching no one could say oh oh bob i think we're done here okay let's take him to the station put him out of uh, the back of the van and let's go no This is not police brutality. Let's let's get that straight and get it out of our minds. Police brutality, it's very evil in itself. It's evil in itself. But police brutality is I kicked him here, I pushed him, I, I smashed him. I, that's brutality. But murder is doing something you know can lead to a person losing his or her life and you still do it for instance let's use the example of a doctor medical doctor for instance if a doctor gives medication to a patient knowing that medication can trigger or will definitely trigger a heart attack but still continues to prescribe such medication with that knowledge each, each time the patient comes to the hospital oh sir here ma take this and then that patient dies that isn't malpractice that is pure murder so in this case this police officer is 
should be charged for murder and i don't know whatever evidence you what other evidence you're looking for the evidence is everywhere you know it's everywhere on the internet videos everywhere you know so sit right on it i don't get it because i think this comes from a place of you feel certain people whether it's because of the pigment of their skin or their position economically or socially you feel you're better than they are and you can just do whatever you like you can just do whatever you like and until until people are punished for their crimes until sanctions are meted out you know for offenses real change wouldn't happen now what i'm hoping is what i'm hoping what i'm hoping to the heavens happens is when this i think it's tarvin i think that's his name police officer and his uh, companions his accomplices are charged for murder like tarvin has been charged one they are convicted because it's wanting to charge someone because if you're a lawyer or you work within the legal field you know that is wanting to charge someone and it's another thing to uh, a convicted person for the person to be convicted of the crime he's been charged with or she's been charged with so it's he goes to court and he's charged as he is and then he's indeed found guilty because it's there but we all know this things can be twisted in court go to court and then someone says uh uh pressure this pressure that pressure and then for whatever reason the jury freeze freeze him that's just wrong that's just wrong that's just so wrong so i'm hoping i'm hoping there's no loophole I'm hoping there's no loophole for uh, this police officer, this murderer, because I, I think he's a murderer because this, like I said, this is not police brutality. He wasn't slapping him around and then he died, which is evil in itself. It's not like that. It's an excuse even because if you say I was only brutalizing him, that is not even a defense. You know, that can even be um, for the evidence to prove murder but you know every human being know knows rather you're know, 10 you're 8 and above you know that once you continuously deprive a living thing a human being of air that human being that living thing would die so there's no ifs, buts, or maybes. This police officer should be found guilty of murder. One, he's been charged with murder. Three, should be found guilty of murder. One, and there shouldn't be any parole. This should be a life sentence, not even 25 to life. This should be a life sentence with no chance of parole. Because until such stringent measures such stringent actions come into place 
you know that that police officers can be pointed towards to see you see what happened to Telvin he did this to this um, to this guy in 2020 and he's still in prison then because you look at someone say oh even if I'm the worst racist this can happen to me so uh So I, I would, so you respect yourself because these police officers they know I would, I'm not saying all the uh, police officers in the US are racist or uh, prejudiced or anything but some of them are you can't take that away and Mr. Trump like I would I've said a lot of times I, I wouldn't say I, I'm not sure if he's a racist or not but he tends to act like he is you know he has made it sort of comfortable made it sort of comfortable for all these police officers to be emboldened to act in the ways they do and I'll say it again this has nothing to do with being Republican or being a Democrat because we've had Republican presidents, Ronald Reagan was Republican uh, George Bush Sr. was a Republican George Bush uh, Jr. was a Republican as well and we didn't have all these in place but because Mr. Trump feels that speaking in a certain way, you know, or acting in a certain manner would appeal to certain people within his base that would support him come election day. So he goes on to speak in the way he likes and, and says things um, that come out to be discriminatory, that come out to be racist. And people are emboldened by by that and act in that way. And also, these police officers have seen people killed on a daily basis. I've seen police officers kill unarmed black men on a daily basis. And nothing has happened to them. At most, they lose a job and then uh, they still earn their pension, they live free. So what is the deterrent then? until sanctions are meted out for crimes committed then nothing can change it's simple thing a simple thing if you have a child for instance and you say don't touch don't play video games before 4 p.m and the child is playing video games by 4 p.m and you come in you look at him oh you still play the video games oh how you doing john are you good all right and then you go off, you go up. The next day, how you doing, John? Oh, you playing the, the video game? Oh, how is it? It's good? Oh, yeah, cool. Another day, oh, how you doing? Oh, it's nice. You're playing the video game again. Oh, nice. Nothing's going to change. He wouldn't stop playing the video games. No, until, until, until. Sanctions are meted out for crimes committed change is impossible sometimes to change human behavior is stick on the one hand and carrot on the other and i also want to say this as like i said earlier on uh, when i started uh, uh, talking about this issue not all police officers are racist get that point fairly not all of them are racist i'm betting you have more good police officers than you have um, racist or bad police officers. You have more good ones, let's say 85%. 
are good. But this 85%, you have the responsibility to checkmate your colleagues, to police your colleagues. You know, it is your responsibility to checkmate your colleagues to say, no, what you're doing is wrong. Hey, Tovin, get off him. We're done here. We got him cuffed. Put him in the car and let's book him in the station. You know, so you can. If you're a good police officer and you allow your colleagues to go on treating people badly, to go on taking lives uh, 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 of young black men, women, indiscriminately, and you do nothing about it, you are part of the problem. You can't bring up the argument to say, oh, but I don't, I don't participate, I don't do it. You know, I've never treated um, any uh, black man unfairly. I'm not treating him unfairly because of the color of his skin. But when you see your colleague doing something wrong, you stand aloof and watch. You stand aloof and you watch and you say nothing. And you don't report anything that happens. Because Tarvin wasn't alone. He wasn't alone. There were people who were watching. There was another uh, police officer that sat on the leg of Floyd Judge. That sat on his legs. So the police officers should checkmate themselves. Should police themselves. If you can police yourselves as a security organization, then how can you police the general public? How then can you do that? You can't do that. No, you can't. No, 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 no. Um, I'll be talking more of on this issue and and um, the issue, the 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 issue of Uwa um, Ila Obozua on my Instagram page. So please follow me and be part of the conversation on IG is Ugo's underscore take on Instagram Ugo's that's U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E U-G-O-S underscore T-A-K-E so I'll be speaking with some lawyers as well on um on the IG live session so you can come in you can send your questions to the email it's um, take at coolsite.net that is U-G-O-S hyphen T-A-K-E at coolsite.net that is C-O-O-L S-I-T-E N-E N-E-T you know so my sympathy and my prayers are with the black community in the US you know because until we walk together until we see ourselves as one community then progress will be short chained because I can say oh I'm in the UK it doesn't affect me I can say oh I'm in the US it doesn't affect I'm in Nigeria it doesn't affect me but until we see ourselves as a community and begin to address these issues 
and there needs to be a re-education in the US especially there needs to be a re-education that the moment you see a black man doesn't mean he's a devil doesn't mean he's a threat doesn't mean he's dangerous because it's that mindset that makes you feel oh I must take extra care when I'm dealing with this person because he's a black man he's big he looks strong then I must do something extraordinary I must use the, the full force of my power my physical power and my legislative power to uh, subdue this individual unarmed no threat whatsoever no gun inside no knife inside you have him in cuffs but still there was this white kid that went to a church and killed everybody killed lots of people in the church what happened to him the police came wore him a protective a protective bulletproof vest and uh, a bulletproof vest and walked him out of the church this was a guy that has actually killed people actually he's actually killed people that's what the reports were about that informed the police officers xyz has killed so uh, 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 people in the church he's shooting his arm and dangerous clear was in the report but enough care was taken to make sure he wasn't killed supposedly innocent until presumed presumed innocent uh, until proven guilty you know and what but out but this one you see the man no gun no knife nothing whatsoever yet you've got him in cuffs when i was watching the video i was so pissed i was so upset i was so angry you know you have him in cuffs you're sitting over him he can't do anything yet you want to show show that you're a police officer this is so wrong this is so wrong this is so wrong the authorities in the u.s you have to sit up 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 people white black whatever color you are whatever your creed whatever your religion you must speak up against this injustice don't wait until it affects you like i said earlier on don't wait until it's your family member don't wait until it's someone close to you it's your son it's your daughter it's your friend speak up stand up stand up for justice stand up for justice now i must address the riots the issues of riots and um a pro- protest and all I feel your pain I sympathize and empathize greatly with the black community in the US especially in Minneapolis please and please don't give people an excuse to hurt you because one thing an oppressor wants is for you to be a dissident that's what an oppressor wants that's what an oppressor wants be a dissident so I can have some sort of legitimacy to hurt you or to take your life that's what an oppressor wants just give me 
some excuse just be a dissident a bit i know I'll, i'm the one at fault but just give me a little sign that you are trying to be a bit aggressive then i can use my full force and that's what an oppressor wants so try and be peaceful as possible you march through the streets you protest but don't be violent and for all those who go in break into shops steal burn places down you aren't achieving anything and you're doing the memory of George Floyd wrong because this should be a time when people bring change now on the other hand police officers and people some people are making noises to say oh you're so violent can't you see what's going on how can we reason people who are violent but when Colin Kaepernick took a knee at NFL games what happened did anyone take notice when he took a knee did anyone take take notice so to end this episode of the show i would say this until we are all affected and equally outraged as those who have suffered change is impossible let's stand up let's stand up for Uwa let's stand up for George Floyd and let's stop this evil from continuing to happen my name is Ugo Amadi signing out and hopefully by the next episode would have some new developments and something to smile about even so subtly so little enjoy and have a good day stay blessed <laughs>